are the Exchange Guide and this is the Exchange Podcast. This show where we hear inspiring, fun and realistic stories from past, current, future exchange students to host parents and beyond that. We will help you prepare for your exchange in the best and most complete way possible. Alright, so are we ready for our very first real episode? Yes, we are. <laughs> Let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome to the very first real episode of the Exchange Podcast. Today we will discuss the topic of how we became exchange students ourselves. We will get into how we first got the idea of becoming exchange students, how we introduced this to our parents, how it went from an idea to a real thing, and much more. Oh wow, I'm just gonna have to dive so deep into my memory. It's been such a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been like how long? Seven years almost, right? Yeah, it's been a long time. Such good memories though. I mean, I remember that when I first got the idea to become an exchange student, it wasn't very popular yet. I don't know how it was for you. Yeah, you're right. Like I don't I didn't know anybody at my school who who went abroad before before like my grade. No, and I think it was also because, like, right now, social media and Instagram and everything is so popular. You see so many people share their pictures and their videos. And I think when we went, it just wasn't that big of a deal yet. Yeah. I mean, you always had the American the American dream and, like, high school musical movies. And, um, mm-hmm. like, I remember talking with my girlfriends about, like, American prom and all these, like, famous things. But, yeah, I... I didn't know anybody who really did it before me. No, me neither. I think in in my year there was one other girl who also went. It was she was a friend of mine, so that was fun to share that experience together, kind of. But um, yeah, to be honest, my original idea wasn't to become an exchange student at all. Um, I remember it when I was in my final year of high school and I had to decide what I wanted to do. Like, what do you want to do for? what do you want to do in college or what do you don't want to do with your life later and I had no idea so um, I always liked going abroad with my family and learning about new languages and new cultures so I decided that I wanted to do a gap year but my first plan was actually to, to be an au pair so very different but then I figured out that you had to be 18 to become an au pair but when I finished my high school I would only be 17 so that was a no go so, I don't know, I looked further on the website from where they offered the au pair program, and they also offered a high school program. So I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So then I started reading it and going through all the information, and the more I read, I think the more it fit me. So that's where it all started for me, I guess. How about and you? Did, did your parents bring up the au pair or um, exchange student thing, or was it really like uh, just because you read online about it? No, I think... Um, of course your school also helps you a bit with um, what should you do afterwards and I think au pair was also an option or maybe somewhere online like you said I don't really remember how that came about actually I don't think it was my school because when I when I told them I wanted to uh, become an exchange student they were like ah I wouldn't do that like that's just a waste of your time you're not gonna um get anything out of this you just go straight to college so that was a bit strange look where i am now i would say to them now but yeah at that point my school wasn't very supportive but in the netherlands you don't even have to repeat a school you're right no but i think that's where our systems are pretty different 
because um, I already finished all my all of my high school, and I think you still had some years to go, right? Yeah, like it depends when you go, but in Germany usually people do it after their tenth grade, and then they still um, have it depends on the school system. We sometimes have twelve or thirteen years. When you have thirteen, you usually don't have to repeat, so you go on your eleventh grade, junior year to America, and then you do twelfth and thirteenth when you're back. My school, we only had 12 years, and since the last two years count together, you have to repeat them because um, they cannot take over the classes from America. So that's also a big disadvantage, or I guess why people doubt um, do going on exchange. But um, I can tell you that in the end, it's definitely worth it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you still have a lot of other years to do things. So this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, it also didn't, the idea didn't come from my school, my parents. I think I, the first time I went to America was 2009 with my parents. And um, that was always like, like being like 10 years old or something like, yeah, I would like to go abroad one time. My mom was like, yeah, this would be so cool. My dad was just like, you're 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I don't know, like here before when Like, I know, yeah, I could go now the, in the next year. Then I did some research and I talked um, to my parents about it. And like 10 years before, my mom was just like, yeah, do it. Like, we didn't have those opportunities um, when we were young. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, if you want to do it, we support you. And my dad was, you're 16. This <laughs> is way too young. Like, I don't want you to go abroad all by yourself. We don't know the family, like normal parents' worries. So mm -hmm. that's how, like, um, the argument at home started. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, the same. When I first introduced the idea to my parents, my parents were like, no, not going to happen. But I think my tip for everyone who has the same problem would be that just take your parents to information meetings, tell them why you really want it, that it's not just some idea you have, like, you really want to do this. And... At some point, I took my dad, I think it was, to this information meeting. And he was sitting there and you just saw his face change. And he was like, well, like what you said also for what your mom said, like, oh, if I would have had the opportunity when I was younger, I would have done the same thing. So I cannot really stop you because that would be selfish. So then it was up to my dad, I guess, to convince my mom. <laughs> and then everyone was on board. Yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like when your parents also see that it's something like you really want also like over a few months, you know, you always bring it up, you um, like work for it, you look yourself for um, companies to do it with, then they mm -hmm. really see that that's what you want. And that's also in the end how we um, end up convincing my dad. And um, yeah, he saw that uh, really too. And he was always like, yeah, what if you get homesick? And I feel like you also have to be honest And that fact about yourself, because you only know yourself if you think you can handle it. I mean, of course, there's going to be difficulties and um, you're going to get homesick at some point. But um, yeah, if you if you're not if you're really sure you can't go abroad for so long, you shouldn't do it. But you should also accept a challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you already want to go home after a sleepover with a friend, then maybe go on exchange not for you. But Yeah, just I think you have to stay close to yourself. And even though you think you cannot do it, you probably can. But it's also okay to say, okay, going on exchange is not something that I would do. 
you should also really think about what country. I mean, like we both went to America for a whole year, but there's so many other places also in Europe. If you just like the idea of if something happens, you could come home on a weekend. True. Worst case, mm -hmm. of course. But um, yeah, there are a lot of great places. And as you said, over social media, you can get such a good insight. Like there's so many takeovers from students all over the world and, and any country you can think of. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, just do some research and see if that's maybe something for you. Yeah. So why did you decide to go to America and not some other country? Um, first of all, the English English language. I wanted to go to a country um, where the first language is English uh, to improve my English skills, also to get my A-level degree in Germany in English. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, um, I don't know. I always loved America from vacation and um, I just really liked the variety. I didn't want to stay in Europe. So that's why Great Britain and Ireland were already like out um, of the places I considered And America is just cheaper than Australia and New Zealand, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's how I ended up there. And what about you, Lisa? Uh, well, I think America was just like the big dream, right? Like you said, high school musical, you, you know, the big yellow buses, all the sports, even though I wasn't a sporty person at all. But we'll get into that in another episode. <laughs> yeah, And you that's were open to try new things, which is the most important part. That's true. Yeah, America is just the American dream. And um, I feel like once you've been there, you also understand a lot better, like the politics there, the culture. And mm -hmm. I can tell like here in Europe, we influence a lot of times by things which happen in America. And so it's just nice to actually understand and you will never understand anything going on in another country the same way as if you actually lived there. And what the big, like the, my biggest pro of doing an exchange in a host family is it's like you really get close to the culture because you live with people who are from there. Mm -hmm, um, and it's just like you go by yourself in an apartment or whatever, also doing a different program um, where you maybe just all with people from your country, from your home country, just in that different country. So I think that's really also with the program, the only way to to get so deep into a family. I know my organization, I don't know about yours, also gave the opportunity to choose a state or give your preference. Did your organization also have that? Yeah, but you had to pay extra for that. Yeah, me too. I didn't do it either. Even if it would be, would have been free, I don't think I would have done it. I mean, I just think it's more important that the host family picks you because they really want you. And what if you select like the the cool states like new york florida california and your perfect host family is in nebraska or wherever it's because i mean i would have never put up a preference for missouri of all places like i didn't even know that it existed like but but yeah exactly I think, yeah and i also think that places like florida new york i mean are great if you're a place there amazing you will have the best time ever But I don't know. I think you also visit those places easier on vacation. So if you're placed there, will be a great experience. But also, if you're not placed there, it will also be a great experience. Exactly. And what you said, um, the cool places, I think it's mainly because they're so well known. And mm -hmm. um, you don't hear a lot about the Midwest. And we're really here, the Midwest team in this podcast. <laughs> we can just recommend you to go there. But um, yeah. 
as you said, it's just um, something completely new. And so always be open and especially also be honest in your application about mm -hmm. the hobbies you have, the hobbies you really do regularly. Don't put um, you enjoy cooking because you think that's something a family would make like like and make shoes you because that's not going to work out. Just be honest. And um, then you will also find the perfect match because that's what the host families are looking for. So, um, Lisa, one more thing. Um, I don't remember, but like, how did you end up with your organization? How did you choose the one you went with? Um, yeah, like I said a bit earlier, um, my organization, I went with Travel Active and they also offered the au pair program that I first found. And what I really liked about them is that everyone who works there also went on exchange. Like they all know what they're talking about and it's it wasn't a huge organization so it all felt very personal and that they really wanted to help you and make sure you had the best experience and yeah i went to a couple of meetings from a couple of different organizations which i think is very important see where you, what fits you and where you feel most, most comfortable and yeah that that organization just felt right to me and also my parents really liked it and their communication was clear so that's why i chose Travelactive. and you yeah That's, that sounds great. I think that's really what you look into when you look for a company. Mm -hmm. um, I went with Ayusa and it was also because they made me feel really uh, comfortable at the election day when you, election day, I don't know if that's what it's called. Um, I mean, they also liked you if you fit the program. That's what I mean, because you also have to take an English test. You have to have a specific true. level at least to go. Oh, that's um, true. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, so I guess that's what I thought when I'm, <laughs> when I'm in the election. And um, yeah, and um, I was also looking for an organization to get a scholarship with, which was quite difficult to find because most organizations only offer scholarships when your parents make, um, yeah, only a specific salary. So um, yeah, that was one of the only ones where you could actually get a scholarship for if you do something yourself, not depending on your parents, mm -hmm. like school activities, like either being really good, like participating in um, science, um, science or... competitions, that's what I, yeah, mm -hmm. science competition, yeah, sports. Um, and I played a music instrument. So there was also a scholarship for doing this. And um, yeah, they just made me feel really comfortable. And that's why I went and I never regretted it because um, Ayusa also does a lot of really nice things when you're actually abroad. They mm -hmm. have a big um, community, a big staff, great local coordinators, and um, they actually take the groups from the states or part of the states together and go on trips. And Lisa and I really got to take advantage of that too, which I think is really great. Yeah, very true. But I think just it doesn't really matter which organization you choose in the end because you don't have that much to do with it once you're already there. So just Pick whoever you feel comfortable with and it will work out anyway. So we hope you enjoyed this first real episode and that you got an idea um, of why we became exchange students. Maybe you can also rethink um, the reasons why you want to become an exchange student. Um, I think a tip for everyone would be if you're not sure if you want to become an exchange student, just write it down. Make like a do's and don'ts list. Make a list like, why should I become an exchange student? Why should I not become an exchange student? Talk to people who've been before. You can ask us questions if you want to. We'll be there to answer and help you. And just really think about yourself. Like, do I really want to do this? Because you will be gone from your home for a couple of months to a year. But if you do, it will be a great experience. 
And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And we hope you're just as excited for the next one as we are. If you have any questions regarding your exchange, please do not hesitate to contact us at any time. Don't forget to tune in for our next episode. See you next time.